So today, once again, I'll be talking about a little bit about investing and also a little bit about, I guess you could say, personal finance. Now, um, as the title says of this little podcast here, I'll be talking a little bit about investing psychology. And I think there's a couple parts of the psychology that you have to take into account. Um, one is just straight up the psychology of like um, how to play your emotions, how to deal with your emotions um, with in terms of not selling when things are bad and not trying to buy like crazy when things are good, just really basic emotions like that. And then the other half of it is kind of just having a good state of mind about investing and really just kind of always keeping in mind what investing actually is. So uh, to start off, one thing that I don't think a lot of people take into account that I do quite a bit, and I think that's why I do such a good job at being able to save money in my portfolio, because obviously in order to even start investing, you need to have money in your portfolio. And I think that's something that people like totally forget about all the time, is that you have to have to deposit money into your portfolio or else it will never grow. If you're expecting to only grow your portfolio from simply um, your returns every single you know, week, month, year, half year, whatever it might be, uh, yes, compounding interest does help, but if you add in uh, you know, relatively regular deposits along with compounding interest, that will, will be a lot, a lot better and your portfolio will grow substantially more than it would. And I mean, obviously, if you play with a compounding interest calculator online, it always says how much are you planning to like add you know, per week, month, whatever it might be. And a lot of people put that number as zero and I think that's absolutely insane or they're only putting like a lump sum every single year. So the first thing with psychology wise in investing is that you kind of have to have the state of mind where uh, even though you might, let's say, be a kind of investor that's treating your portfolio like a savings account, you should not really be treating it like a savings or a checkings account. You have to have the psychology that you are never going to take money out of your portfolio unless, of course, like there's some like crazy enormous thing happening in your life where you need to absolutely like take out a you know a couple hundred dollars or something like that. Obviously, yes, it happens to us if our you know everyone even people were smart about that the rainy day funds um, eventually run out. But either way, you just have to get this idea that. Um, this money isn't even there for you. Like it's not actual money because in reality, if you own stocks, it's technically not money anymore. But um, um, besides that, you have to get this idea into your head that you cannot take money out of your portfolio. And I think by sort of acting like that money's not even there, like if you have, let's say, $1,000 in your checkings account and you're normally, you'd only have a couple hundred dollars, you're not necessarily living paycheck to paycheck, but uh, you really don't have that much money in your checkings account a lot. Um, and then all of a sudden you get like a huge bonus or something, or you sell something and you have a thousand dollars in your, port in your uh, checkings account. There's a good chance you're probably going to spend that money relatively quickly uh, just because it's there in your checkings account. Like it's literally a swipe of a card. You run to a store, click a few buttons on Amazon, and there you go. You already have, you know, whatever you want to get. And I think it's really easy, like if you have a psychology like that with your portfolio, to take money out of your portfolio, to sell stocks, and to just do bad things that most investors shouldn't do. So I think getting that state of mind where your portfolio is not a checkings account, it's not your savings account, is your portfolio. And if you're investing for the long term, you shouldn't be taking this money out. There's a good chance, I, I don't know really any day traders out there with you know small portfolios that are 
consistently getting an income and consistently taking money out. I know some swing slash day traders with like five, you know, not 500, but um, hundreds of thousands of dollars in their portfolio who are consistently taking money out like every week or every month or so, but that's because they are very good at what they do. Um, if you only have a few hundred or few thousand dollars in your portfolio, you should not be taking money out. There is no way you're making good enough returns or it's even worth it in the long run to take any money out. Um, that is just one psychology sort of tip, I guess, that I use. It's just getting the state of mind that this is not a bank account. This is a brokerage account. This is your portfolio. You should, in no, you know, no matter what, for the most part, be taking money out of it. It doesn't matter. Um, so the second part of psychology, I guess, to have a good state of mind, I suppose, is to always, um, you know, not try to let emotions play into your investing. And what I mean by this is I think it's totally okay to buy stocks that you like. Like for example, if you're just like a huge Apple fanboy and you wanna buy some Apple stock, I totally think that's okay and not always a bad thing. But then again, you should not be like kind of um, doing this without any like statistics behind it or without any research behind it. You shouldn't just say, hey, I like Apple. I'm just going to invest in Apple. Uh, I don't think that's just a very smart investing technique at all. Um, for example, I love Nike. I have, you know, a lot of Nike clothes, shoes, all that stuff. And I do invest in Nike stock. And I do like the company a lot, honestly. And, um, you know, I like their apparel. I like what they sell. But I didn't just invest in them because I like their clothes. I did the research, did the, you know, technical analysis, all that stuff. And I figured out that, hey, okay, the stock's actually pretty good. Good PE ratio, good sales, pushing online, competitive in its industry, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I didn't just play it off emotions. Now, one part of emotions that you can, I think, let into investing to an extent is buying stocks or companies that you like. I don't really think it makes a whole lot of sense to buy a company that you don't like. Um, one reason being that if you do that, you're much more likely going to sell it than you would if you, um, you know, didn't like a company. So, for example, um, let's say once again, I really like Ford, or let's say I really hate Ford cars. I really despise Ford cars, but I own a bunch of Ford stock. Now, if something slightly bad was to happen to them, there's probably a good chance you're going to sell off if you hate the company. Um, you know, even if you think the stock's pretty good, if you hate the company, there's a good chance you're going to sell off if something bad happens just because you don't like that. I mean, it's just bad psychology for that. But let's say you like the stock a lot, you like the company, you, you know, you think the CEO is a great guy, blah, blah, blah. And then something bad happens that's kind of minor, probably not long-term. You're probably a less, lot less likely to sell it if you actually like the stock and the company. Now, um, you know, this isn't saying, like I said before, to just buy stocks that you like their product. Um, I think it's important to do the research behind them and everything like that. But then again, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to own a stock that you hate. And uh, moving on to some more points of psychology around investing. Uh, this one's probably more what you like thought of when you thought of the video is kind of like buying low and selling high. Uh, a lot of times it's very easy to get worked up and to sort of uh, when your portfolio starts going down, think about like what stocks are you owning? Are these stocks bad? Are these companies bad? Is, I don't know, a crash or recession happening? Um, especially uh, it's, you know, May 12th, 2018. And uh, the stock market's actually been relatively volatile which uh, is a good thing, I think. But if you're a new investor or maybe someone who just hasn't experienced a whole lot of volatility because you know we've been in a pretty good bull market for the past few years or so, really in the entire Obama administration, we're in a raging bull market. So it's not like 
that crazy of a thing to think that, um, uh, you know, market volatility is a bad thing if you're new to investing or you've just been in this market. But um, you do have to realize that the market will go up and down and you shouldn't be selling a stock just because it goes down or the entire market goes down or anything like that. Now, um, kind of just speaking on behalf of that, it goes the other way as well. If your stock, or let's say not even your stock, let's just say a stock you're looking at goes up like crazy, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to buy that stock. That's not very good psychology. You're not holding, uh, you know, you don't have a good hold on your emotions then. If a stock's going up like crazy, it's probably not at a good buying point. And even though it might st still do well in the future, um, it's still probably, like I said, not at a good buying point if it's going up like crazy. And just because a stock has gone up in the past does not mean that's going to continue to go up in the future as well. There's just sort of like a logical fallacy of investing, I guess. But um, so when, you know, you're looking at your stock price, I think one thing that actually helps is not actually looking at your portfolio every single day, like all day. I remember when I first started investing, especially like um, somewhat recently because um, not, uh, not recently, but you know, maybe a year or two ago when it's a lot easier now to look at your investments on your phone than it used to be. I mean, it literally takes 30 seconds. I always have my phone on me now. Obviously most people do, and it's just extremely, extremely easy and quick to literally click an app and check out how all your investments are doing today. And I don't think that's actually a good thing because I think psychologically it can be very, very stressful. And I also think that if you're doing that a lot, um, once again, it's going to make some impulse bad decisions that aren't very good with investing. Like if your stock goes down, I don't know, a few percentages in a day because maybe there's a bad earnings report or something, then you might want to sell it. Obviously, if you have a really good earnings report, stock goes up, you might want to buy it as well. And once again, that's just not very smart investing. That's not very common sense investing right there. Um, you know, not seeing this is play for every single circumstance, but I think following your portfolio every day can sometimes be very, very stressful and can make that um, just can create a bad psychology of investing. But anyways, guys, that's it for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, I'm sure everyone watching this is probably from my YouTube channel. And let me know either on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, what you guys think of these podcasts, if you like them or not. Um, if you want more of them, if you want to do like maybe like a viewer join-in or maybe like an expert join-in kind of thing. I feel like a lot of people do interview type things on podcasts, and I think that would actually be super interesting to do. But um, anyways, guys, really let me know. And as I've said on my YouTube channel, I actually have an Instagram that I'm coming out with or that is out right now. And I am posting on that daily videos, pictures, obviously, stories. It's an investing specific personal Instagram of mine. Um, I have my actual personal Instagram, which I don't post, in, post investing stuff on. But this one I will be posting investing stuff on. And it's a great way to DM and communicate with me as well. But other than that, guys, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast.